Hi, thanks for joining us on Hometown to Hollywood. This is Bonnie Wallace, author of Young Hollywood Actors and the Hollywood Parents Guide. And today my guest on this podcast is Los Angeles film and TV casting director, Lisa London. Lisa has won an Ardeos Award from the Casting Society of America for Outstanding Achievement in Casting. She's the author of the book, From Start to Stardom, The Casting Director's Guide for Aspiring Actors. Some of the many film and TV projects Lisa London has cast over her 25-plus year career alongside her casting partner, Catherine Stroud, include Hannah Montana, Grandma's Boy, The House Bunny, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Sandy Wexler, The Poison Rose, Freaks, and upcoming films to be released in 2020, Switched, Eat Wheaties, and Through the Glass Darkly. She's a member of the Casting Society of America. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Brighton Hall, a school for young professionals in Los Angeles. For child actors, balancing work and school can be tough. Afternoon auditions and long days on set are just part of the business. Many schools have strict attendance policies, while homeschooling lacks community and guidance. Brighton Hall is the perfect combination of academics and flexibility. Their short school day and light workload is geared towards students whose afternoons are spent pursuing their dreams. Brighton Hall's small class size allows for a more personal learning experience, and course material is available online for actors on set. Find out more at brightonhallschool.org. Also, to build a better community, Brighton Hall proudly hosts the Young Performer Expo. This annual event helps children with talent in art and entertainment find industry resources to further their careers. Don't miss it. Saturday, May 2nd at 1 p.m. Attend a seminar, find your next studio, and discover new services. Register for free at youngperformerexpo.com. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Bonnie. I'm excited to be here. I am excited that you are here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, how did you get started as a casting director? Okay, so I'm one of those rare breeds that I grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah, that doesn't ever happen. Yeah, and what, what's even wilder is my mom and dad are from here. Um, myself and my brother, and we have kids, so we have first, second, and third generation Los Angeles. People can't know how rare that is. I almost want to say weird, but I've been in so many rooms over the last 10 years since we moved here where it's like, is anybody here from Los Angeles? And, and, and often there's like nobody in the whole room that's from here. I know. It's so true. It's very rare to me. I've, I've met a few who have like, you know, me a few generations and stuff, but it's very rare to meet somebody from L.A. But so I grew up in Los Angeles and my father is a television director. right? Oh. So my dad uh, was directed all these iconic television shows in the 70s, 80s, and 90s from Brady Bunch and Partridge Family and Six Million Dollar Man and Rockford Files and Kojak. And then my dad became the king of miniseries, like, which are now called limited series, right? But he did Shogun. Um, do you remember Shogun? Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's insane. Yeah, and he did this thing called uh, Chiefs, and he did another miniseries, a uh, four-hour mini movie of the week, um, The Scarlet and the Black with Sir John Gilgood, Gregory Peck, and Christopher Plummer. And so my dad's worked with like all these Academy Award winners from Rock Hudson and Lee Remick and Richard Chamberlain and, you know, Faye Dunaway and all these amazing actors. So I grew up on sets. 
And I spent the time, I loved going to the sets. And my dad would say, hey, after school, come over. And I'd say to my friends at school, hey, do you want to come with me? And they're like, where? And I go, okay, we're going to meet Lee Majors today. And they'd be like, what? And I go, <laughs> oh, whatever. It's no biggie. Like, that yeah. was my whole life, right? Lee Majors, for <laughs> anybody listening who's not of our vintage, was the lead in The Six Million Dollar Man, which might have been the most successful. I mean, it was, it was, was a huge, huge thing. Right. And and James Garner from Rocker <laughs> Files. Oh, and and then Partridge Family. Right? Oh, listen, did, please. Did, right? David Cassidy. Who we did all, not have a crush on David Cassidy Who did not? Exactly. <laughs> so I grew up on sets, and I always, like, really enjoy talking to actors. And I would always find out, well, how did you get there? And what do you do? How did that happen? And I was always interested. And so I went to University of Southern California, SC out here studied uh, in film and television and during my summers my dad would let me be a PA on his movies which is incredible experience for anyone who wants to be in the industry right so I was a production assistant and I really enjoyed that and I got to learn all about the every aspect of production and then when I graduated college um First, I got to go to Rome with mm-hmm. my dad and work on this movie, The Scarlet and the Black, as a PA. So I spent two months in Rome, like that crazy, with these iconic actors, right? That's amazing. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. And when we got back, I worked with my dad on a pilot for uh, Aaron Spelling. Remember Aaron Spelling Day? <laughs> Aaron Spelling was one of those producers <laughs> who just like everything he touched seemed to turn to gold. Would yeah. Be, like the and, biggest. Hit. And then the series would last forever and years, right? Yeah. So I worked with a pi- on a pilot with him and my dad let me sit in in the casting sessions. And I didn't know at that time, you know, when I went to college, they didn't talk about casting. Like, it wasn't like something you really knew about as a career, right? Yeah. So my dad let me sit in in the casting sessions on this pilot, and those casting directors had the biggest, one of the biggest companies at the time, which was Lynn Stallmaster and Tony Howard. And so when I was in the sessions, they would go, what do you think? And I'd go, oh, yeah, she's funny. No. I don't like him. He's got some charisma and some charm. Yeah, she's interesting. No, I don't think they would work together. And three months later, they offered me a job. That's amazing. And you were, like, basically straight out of college. Yeah. Like, I was basically, like, yeah, pretty much. A year out of college. Yeah, maybe a year. And so that's how I got into casting, right? Because she said, Tony had me come in the office one day and said, hey, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people, but I think you'd be great at this. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. So I said, okay, I'll take that. I'll do it. But here's the funny thing. I started as an assistant there. And, you know, as my journey has progressed over many years, I realized, oh, yeah, that made sense. Because I was always the girl reading the magazines and tearing out the articles about the actors. And I had them in files even when I was a kid. You were tracking the actors yeah, as a kid. I was always tracking the actors. And and then my it's so funny my because I still do it I still read the magazines I have the files of the people the up and comers and the people oh yeah this one's amazing in that and I have these files and I still do that paper files paper of magazine articles yeah. and things I pull out yeah 
So how do you how do you track them? Because that's actually something because because casting directors have a reputation of just having memories like elephants. Yeah. Saying, well, so how exactly do you track people? Is you've got a file of up and comers? You well, yeah, broken down more than that. It's like or? from doing it for yeah. so long. You know, it's like you have like this file clerk in your head. You know what I mean? But I also have a file of like up and comers, maybe people I haven't seen before. I try to get oh okay, I should watch this movie. Who is this? Watch this television show, and we know now there's so many shows and there's so much happening right so you just got to keep watching and if you want to be in casting especially you have to keep watching you go to theater I've cast people at a theater I've met people in a grocery store I've met people in a restaurant as a waiter are you an actor yeah here's my card I mean wow I'm that's how I am that's just how I am but I've cast people who've had nothing who've had no, like, done hardly anything. And then I've cast, obviously, very well-known actors. So that is how I started. <laughs> that's a great story. And that's actually super fun and encouraging to hear because it's, it's, it's probably every aspiring actor's dream that they're going to be, you know, serving the hamburger unknowingly <laughs> to the casting director who's going to look them in the eye and go, you are you an actor? Yeah, I'm a casting director. Here's my card. Yeah, I mean, people, that's the fantasy, isn't yeah, it? And people are usually like, Really? Like, they're <laughs> shocked that I go, Yeah, and I go, Oh, do you have an agent? No, I just moved here. I'm trying to get one or this. I go, Here's my card. I think they're like, What? This casting director is giving me her card. But how amazing! Well, so then, so then say that happens, which I'm sure doesn't happen every day, no, not but every day, occasionally. Right? Say it happens. And and say you you are excited by the look and the energy of, right. of an actor that you run across randomly. You hand them your card. What do you expect might come from that? Because if they don't have an agent, like then what? Well, I tell them to email me their okay. headshot and resume. I said, send me your headshot and resume. Email me because. You just never know. Right. Maybe there's something I'm casting right now they're right for, and maybe there isn't. I mean, I've, I know this one guy I remember. I met him in Granville at the restaurant in Studio City, and I was like, oh, you're really, like, you'd be right for this thing. And I, I remember meeting him or remember his name. I don't, I think I gave him my card, and then I don't remember if he emailed me, so I called the restaurant. <laughs> That's amazing. And I said, hey, there's this guy. Can you have him call me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I've done that. But usually most of the people will email me. Yeah. They'll, they'll send me a headshot and a resume and a note. Mm-hmm. Hey, we met. And I'll say, okay, great. If something comes up, I'll let you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's up to them to stay in touch with me. Well, and they have to follow up and they yeah. have to do their part. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> doesn't hurt to have an agent, but how exciting. Yeah. Well, so... I think there's still, even though, like, back in the 70s and 80s, as you were saying, like, really nobody talked about casting. But even now, I think there's a massive amount of mystique around casting. Right. You know, and I think on, in some ways, there's a lot of assumption that the, the casting director has total control over casting, which is not accurate. Right. And in other ways, it's like they're just not given the due that they should be given. Totally. Um, so can you describe what you do exactly as a casting director? Hi. With the entertainment industry changing every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of inspiration and information in your life. As it's been for five seasons and over 120 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking if Hometown to Hollywood's been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, 
please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you've come to depend on for honest, insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in $10 a month and become a good friend of the podcast. Your support helps supplement the people who can only give $5 a month. Join now. Just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. And in just two clicks, you can have access to the complete version of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 120 past episodes. If you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers get the full episodes delivered right to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you. Meanwhile, if you could use some one-on-one -on -one coaching, invest in a video consultation session with me. Just go to hometowntohollywood.com and click on the consultation page. In 60 or 90 minutes, you can get peace of mind and a detailed action plan. Remember, the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams.